movie sushi. Four Christmases. Brad and Kate role play in bars. Instead of Christmas with their families, they're going to Fiji. They lie to their families, saying they're doing charity projects abroad. They play backgammon, discussing couples' massages. Kate's already checked them in online, and Brad stresses the importance of signing up for the scuba boat as soon as they arrive. In high spirits, they pack their bags. On the phone, Brad tells his mum they're inoculating babies in Burma. Sadly, the flight to Fiji is cancelled due to extreme weather, and Brad's furious. Then, a news crew interviews the couple. They've been rumbled. Kate quickly takes a call from Mother Marilyn. Brad takes a call from his father Howard. Brad and Kate bicker. In minutes, they've committed to visiting all four of their divorced parents in one day. The mood is subdued. Then they agree not to fight. They recognize that families can disrupt things. Once they're through the four Christmases, they'll be fine. They drive up to Howard's ranch. They arrange a safe word if things get too intense. An exit strategy. They settle on mistletoe. Kate has no problem going in, but Brad already wants to leave. He's worried his brothers will be there. There's a gun-toting squirrel mounted on the wall. Brad's attacked by brothers Denver and Dallas. Then Brad introduces them to Kate. Kate learns Brad's original name is Orlando. The brothers were named after the place they were conceived. Denver's heavily pregnant wife Susan arrives. She has a tray of food in one hand and a child in the other. She offers Kate a cracker topped with spray-on cheese. Brad makes light of the food, and Denver punches him in the stomach, sending him to the floor. Denver jumps on Brad and puts him in an arm lock. Which he eventually releases, throwing a dollar bill on Brad. In private, Brad apologizes to Kate for his brother's behavior. Kate's more concerned about learning his real name. Brad says his brothers are cage fighters who brawl for free on YouTube. Kate wants Brad to stand up to them. Brad tries setting boundaries. But the brothers only attack him again. Brad's nephews Connor and Cody are tagged in, and rain down punches. Everyone except Kate is enjoying watching. Then, Howard suggests they open presents. Kate says she's proud of Brad. Susan tells Kate about the ten-dollar spending cap. Brad gives Connor an Xbox. Denver and Dallas think Brad is lording it up. Cody opens his gift, a flashlight his dad gave him. Brad casually denies there's a Santa Claus, and both nephews get upset. Cody strips and jumps out the window, which happens frequently.
Howard unwraps his new satellite dish and Brad agrees to cover any subscription charges. Howard says he might drive a combine harvester, but he doesn't need a lawyer son buying him fancy things. Howard declines the offer to have it professionally installed. All four men are soon up on the roof drinking beer. They humiliate Brad as he bolts on the dish. Howard then startlingly refers to Brad's mother as a common street whore. Howard spoiled her by never lying to her face. In the kitchen, Susan reassures Kate that breastfeeding only hurts at first. After that, you can hardly feel the nipple anymore. Kate demurs the opportunity to flick Susan's nipple. Brad's still on the roof adjusting the satellite dish. Howard yells it's cheap and the picture's rubbish. Every reposition makes the picture steadily worse. Brad tugs at the dish and falls off the roof. Its wiring comes loose and Brad starts trying to pull himself up a lower roof using the dish itself. Brad gets his breath back then a fixing comes free, sending him falling off the lower roof as well. The TV comes crashing through the lounge, destroying everything in its path, finally exploding against the ceiling. Brad lands in a bush and, inside, the carpet catches fire. It's a mistletoe moment for Brad. Kate warns Brad it's going to be a cougar den at Marilyn's house. Marilyn soon calls Brad a big fat purple teddy bear, tall and firm like a giant oak. Kate's gram-gram is discouraged from removing Brad's belt. Kate's sister Courtney calls Kate to call for kids. There's a bouncy castle in the backyard and Kate becomes haunted. She was tortured for being Cootie Kate by other kids when younger. The other adults laugh, but Kate's uncomfortable. The Cootie Kate reputation stuck with her for seven years. Pastor Phil is Marilyn's new boyfriend. He's told them to dispense with the commercial trappings of the holiday. The guests speak of the spiritual gifts they might give in place of actual gifts. Gram Gram provides a smutty glimpse into her sex life, and Courtney hopes for another pregnancy, followed by a complications-free C-section. Courtney asks Kate to see if her baby made her stinky. Kate tries to, then the baby baths all over her. This causes Brad to start retching too. Then Brad's sandwich between Marilyn and Kate's other sister, Donna. Marilyn tells Brad Kate's had lesbian relationships. Kate's in the bathroom scrubbing her top when she notices an automatic breastfeeder and a pregnancy testing kit. Brad's shown photos of a younger Kate with butch friend Joe, who's currently a women's wrestling coach. Then he's shown Kate as a very plump baby. Kate's niece Cassie bursts in on Kate in the bathroom 
and snatches the pregnancy test. Kate tells her it's a magic marker and chases Cassie onto the bouncy castle. The children grow hostile and threatening, bursting balloons. The kids throw the test from one to the next, taunting Kate. Soon, several children jump on her. Kate's kicked out of the inflatable. She goes back in and zips the front door shut, confronting her tormentors. Cassie puts the marker in her mouth until Kate says she peed on it. They all go to Pastor Phil's nativity event. On the mic, the pastor appeals for volunteers to play Mary and Joseph. Marilyn actively encourages Kate to play the Virgin Mary. Brad also stands up. Backstage, Kate's nervous while Brad's eager. On stage, Mary has trouble swaddling baby Jesus. Soon so nervous she can't feel her legs. She spots the swaddle cloth on Brad's belt, but Brad's milking the applause and doesn't realise. He improvises, swaddles the baby himself, and makes other grand exclamations. He strikes a pose facing away from the crowd, and they go wild. Brad's on fire, but Kate's in deep shock. Later, Brad boasts that he single-handedly brought the whole production home. Kate feels abandoned. She wants him to think about her more. Brad quotes the FAA and says, in case of an emergency, you put on your own mask first before helping others. Brad's mum Paula wishes them both Merry Christmas. She always calls him Bradford. Then, Brad's best friend from childhood, Daryl, appears. Brad still feels betrayed by him because Daryl dates his mum. Daryl offers that he never had a sexual thought about Paula till he was 30. Denver menacingly eats chicken wings while glaring at Brad. They all play a game. Daryl and Paula quickly lapse into smut, and Denver and Susan, also sexually charged, do amazingly well. Brad and Kate's turn descends into embarrassment and indignation. Brad even announces that he's shutting down. In the car, Kate says she took a pregnancy test that was negative. Brad is relieved but Kate is becoming more open to unplanned-for possibilities. Kate heads to her dad Crichton's house alone. An excited Cassie now hugs Auntie Kate. Cheryl introduces herself as Crichton's girlfriend. Courtney hears of Kate's fight with Brad and suggests internet dating. Later, Crichton speaks with Kate. He says nothing really beats being honest. Kate says she and Brad were honest, but she didn't want to hear it. Brad drives to Howard's ranch, where Howard's hostile and insulting. Brad says Kate wanted to get serious, and he'd hold her no. 
Howard's pleased and invites Brad inside. Brad reminisces in his childhood bedroom. Brad goes to meet Kate. He's now given a lot of thought to having children. He says he's happy having this conversation and he still wants to go to Fiji. He says there's no one like Kate and that he loves her. They agree it's good to keep their options open because things can change. The advantages of having kids include they love you unconditionally, they're like little walking tax shelters, they can do yard work, and they look after you once you're old. The couple agree to let love grow where it wants to grow. One year later, Brad and Kate have the first baby of the new year. They tell the nurse they haven't told their families. A news crew shows up at their bedside. Brad quickly becomes uncomfortable and the baby baths over Kate. Brad starts retching. Starring Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn, Mary Steenbergen, rated 12A, directed by Seth Gordon, released in the UK 2008, runtime 1 hour 28 minutes. <laughs>